That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is So at this moment, we're recording this early, I will be in Jacksonville. Oh yes, when this is out, you will be in Jacksonville doing uh-huh. some comedies. Doing comedy shows. Um, I have, I'm there, I have one show Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this weekend. And I was like, I debated. You did. But here's the situation. Then I look at it as, um, I'm unemployed. Mm-hmm. Comedy's not my full time job. Um, so is the podcast, which is I feel like that rolls into one. I would consider the podcast uh, as being part, part of, of comedy being your full time job. Yeah, yeah, you're a full time entertainer. Yeah. Um. So I'm not making a lot of money right now. And look, sorry, let's back that up. Uh, you're making no money. Right I'm now. making no money right now because yeah, this podcast is making us no money. No money. Yeah. You're so, um, God, I feel so much better now that you clarified that for me. <laughs> it might, it yeah. might eventually. No. But okay, so I, because I guess, because we were having this discussion earlier about like, what is the right thing to do right now? Obviously, stand up comedy requires a crowd, mm-hmm. unless it's a Zoom show, which let's, and I'll tell you from experience is depressing. No, oh, so um, depressing. You know, it's something you do because there's nothing else but, uh, there are venues and there are comedy bookers that are making shows happen all of a sudden. Okay? So comedy, live comedy requires a crowd. I understand that. There is a risk of coronavirus. I understand that. Um, but I was offered a gig with a with a pretty penny right now. Yep. And I have bills and rent to pay. And if this is my only gig right now... I know that that show will happen whether I'm doing it or not. Somebody else would have. I'm going to take the money. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to social distance. I, I'm going to bring my own your mic on stage. But guess what? I'm not a multi-million dollar comedian that cannot have gigs for four months and still pay rent. I and I'm not somebody with another job that has another source of income. I am on your team um, about a million percent with that right now. Because I've toiled, too, back and forth. I mean, both of us have. We've gone through all the stages, you know, since the pandemic hit. And we've thought about it. And I, I can, I'll be honest with you, a few months ago, the idea of ever going back to comedy seemed impossible. Yeah. I even thought, well, shit, when it does come back, do I even want to put myself in that position? But let me tell you something. After three plus months of no work, you have to start to think what's more like, I, I'm not getting unemployment. I didn't get, I, I, I'm still waiting for all of that stuff to come through for me. I don't have any help. I don't have an employer being a full-time entertainer for years. There's no one to back me up. There's no union for stand-up comedians. We're, we're not protected in any way. And there is, uh, I would say in the community, there is some very strict sides, opposing sides, 
uh, when it comes to this topic. Like, how do you, oh, people are shaming other comedians for even considering going back to doing comedy, let alone the ones who have already gone back and hit a stage or two. Like, they are ripping people apart in, like, private groups and even openly online. But it's the same as the hairdresser going back to work. It's the same as the uh, server going back How to work. How about the grocery store attendant who's been working there the whole time? Yes. Well, you could argue that that's essential. But- it is essential. But my point is, is like they're putting themselves in as much, if, if it can be, if it is um, but transferred through people, right, interacting, which yeah. it is. Those people, what, what the people who are, who are saying don't go back and are angry and are shaming people who are, are saying you're being part of the problem. You know that it's transferred via human connection or, or co- human contact or whatever. And they're saying you're adding to the problem. Well, how about all the other people who had to work this entire time and couldn't not work? I'm at the point now where I also have to work. My job might not be essential to the public. Yeah. But you know who it is essential to? Me and my bills. Working is essential to me right now. And I am willing to do live shows, especially with bookers and venues who are taking every precaution necessary. Yeah. And who give a shit. Because if they give a shit about their comics and I give a shit about my safety and other people's safety, then I feel like it can be done in the proper way. Correct. I agree with you. I mean, like I said, and I and I've done shows in a large enough venue where where the social distancing uh, is more than possible, um, where the venues take you know take the precautions. Everybody working is wearing a mask. Every comedian goes up and has their own mic before they get on stage. There's a station where you go, you plug in your mic, you wipe everything down. When you get off stage, you take your mic out, you wipe everything down. No um, contact. No one, yeah, no contact, no contact with, the, at all. with the audience at all. All the audience members are spaced out. With the people they came with. So they're sitting with who they came with. They're not being shoved up next to other strangers. The people checking in at the door. Everything's being done electronically. And and so so I'm saying when I I see a venue that that can provide, they have the space and and they are uh, taking the precautions as much as the CDC is telling them to. And they're saying, okay, we're doing this and we would like to have you here and we will pay you. I'm going to take the money because I have bills what? to pay. Someone else is going to take that job. Another comedian. If you say no, they're just going to call the next person on the list. Yeah. And another comedian is going to get that work. Yeah. Guess what so I'm not doing? So it's going to be happening one way or the yeah. other. Yeah. And guess what I'm not doing? I have my own show that I run and produce monthly at, at a brewery on the Beltline that I've gone and talked to them. And they said, we're ready. Anytime you want to come back, we are. And I could make money on that show. You could be. But the space in there is so Too small. small yep. I would never risk the safety. See, and you're and being- I know. And I, so I'm like, that's not an avenue that I can consciously know that I, I wouldn't be putting exactly. people in danger. So I'm not going to go that route. Exactly. But I see other routes where people can, and it is possible to take the precautions. And if I can make money there, I sure as hell am going to make money. Absolutely. I do want to stop and say real quick, uh, we it is raining right now. Oh, and yeah. we are in my studio in the backyard. And yes, it is a really cool built out old shed. Uh, it's not old shed at all, but uh, shed. So the... Uh, you may hear some rain in the background. Yeah, if it thunders, you're definitely going to hear that. So sorry if y'all, if it's hard to hear us for the rest of the episode, we apologize, but um, we're kind of crunched for time. Yeah. So we got to record it. But anyway, yes, I agree with you. And so 
I think you're being super smart as a showrunner to not bring back your show because you know it's impossible to take all the safety yeah. precautions necessary to make sure that to, to ensure the health and safety of the audience and the comics. And that I think is super admirable. Admirable, sorry. I don't know why I was all it, sudden. It British. all means the same to me. Uh, but like I'm I think that's that's huge that yeah. you're doing that. And I and also I'm sorry, but it's on us as adults and adult professionals to choose to assess our risk. To I take agree. on a job. I mean, I've, like if I want to take on a gig, I'm going to take it on in a huge venue where they can easily spread people yeah. out and everyone's being, you know, so, or an outdoor venue for sure. I'll yeah. do an outdoor venue in a heartbeat. But what I'm not going to do are super tight, small rooms. Exactly. And I think you're being responsible. I, I mean, I just, and it's like, you go back and forth because I want, I want to be sensitive, but after a certain amount of time, you start looking at your bank account. Yep. And those bills aren't going to stop. And what other job are you, like all of the jobs that are, that are happening right now. It's not like it, this is a time to go out and find a new job. You're not going to go out and find a new job right now. No. And so I guess I'm. Jobs are few and far between. And I'm sorry, but this is our freaking career. And I, I'm, I'm willing to like, and I'm happy to debate and listen to all sides. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not getting in the middle of this bullshit online where everyone's just trying to self-righteous out the other person. Because guess what? I don't know your backstory. You don't know my backstory, but That's you right. might have another source of income. You may be That's married right. to somebody with something, That's somebody, right. somebody that has an income that can support you. Or maybe your or, parents still support you, which uh, <clears throat> is a lot of comedians in Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. Or guess or what? Or living you with are, their parents for free. Yes. Good for you. Good or for a you. comedian who's, who's had a lot of success before the pandemic and they may be a writer on a TV show or X yep. or this, this, and this. You got income coming in. Yep. Guess what? Some of us out here doing shows is because we don't. And we need the we income. We have no one supporting us. Like my husband, I've, I've got a husband. Yeah, we've got a small business, but that's what it is, is a small business. We've also got people we've got to pay and our business is slow mm -hmm. compared to what it normally is at this time of year. So it cannot support the two of us. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but like, I think you hit the nail on the head with that, with the differences between the people who were bitching the loudest online are either the super wealthy mm -hmm. people, the entertainers, who can very easily take off for the next two to three years from the business if they fine. want to and be just fine because they have a nest egg. That's good for them. That's great. And they know when they come back, they have lost no sort of clout or talent or yeah. whatever. So they'll get right back in it and they can hop right back on tour or sell out arenas. That's good. Good for them. Mm -hmm. And and that's fine. I mean, I understand they're re really speaking to the masses and they are comedians, but then there are the comedians, quote, comedians, who do not do this for a full-time job at all. And they're mm -hmm. also being super loud about it. How dare you? Da -da 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 -da. I mean, really dragging each other online and calling out names. And I'm like, I'm not about to get in the middle of it. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I've already taken some live gigs. I'm going to do them. I've said yes to some live gigs. And I'm going to be doing them. So I'm ready it for the bullshit that I'm going to get. But I, as an adult... I'm taking the risk myself of going out there and I could possibly get sick. I get that, but I'm going to take every precaution necessary and everything I understand about what's going on is less dangerous than going to the grocery store, which I've done multiple times. Look, and like you said, the show's going to happen whether you do it or not. Because, it's going to be happening. You know, the people that are doing the gigs out of necessity to get paid are the people that don't have uh, name clout that's bringing in the crowd anyways 
So that crowd's going to be there whether you're doing the gig or not. That's right. And those are people that have made the conscious choice to be there. And and as a comedian, you have no uh, no expectation to sit there and shake hands and, and hug everyone. Oh, not at all. We, you can keep your absolute distance. Oh, absolutely. You can get there, never have to touch or be near another soul at all. Yeah. And just get on the stage separately away from everyone. Uh, hold your own mic. I'm going to be bringing my own mic. Hold, hold yeah. your mic, clean everything down. Like you said, walk off stage. There's no holding hands or holding hands, shaking hands or hugging or all that stuff on stage. Like normally at a comedy show. And I mean, I don't see how that is such a terrible thing. Now, if it was a room packed out with 200 people in a 200 seater and everyone's facing forward and crowded next to each other and breathing and laughing and all that in unison. Yeah, that's dangerous. But those aren't the comedy shows we're talking about. No. We're talking about 12 to 50 people. And only 50 people in a room of, like, that could hold the, 250. Yeah. The, the sh- Spread yeah. out. The shows I did last weekend, the people were 20 feet away from each other. Yeah. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be at all of these venues coming up. But at some point, it will. it's going to start back. It's starting back now. And I get it. And I understand. And, and here's the thing. If, if the coronavirus or the, you know, COVID-19 has affected you personally or a family member personally, it has, um, it's... It's very, in, it's affected some close people to some people who were close to me. And I get that. Uh, actually, I can say it. I mean, it did. My grandmother was yeah. in the hospital during all this. Like I, I've, trust me, we're, we're all dealing with it at different levels. But who am I to judge anyone else for their choices that they're making right now if they're not being reckless? And so who are you to judge me if I'm also making some very well thought out decisions that are not reckless? It is reckless if it was done pre-pandemic style, but we're not doing comedy pre-pandemic style. We're doing pandemic style comedy, Mm -hmm. which is very different. And like you said, it's going to be happening anyway. But at this point, I'm just ready to be dragged. You know, honestly, it's going to happen. It's a, it's a, God, and like, I mean, everyone's already said it's uncharted territories and I, I guess... I do, I, I, I want to be sensitive, but as sensitive as I am, I'm also looking at my mother effing bank account. Yep. Hey, and what? that is a, that is a stress and anxiety. Yeah. And yeah, we I mean, protested out in the middle of thousands of people and we were all safe and everybody was doing what they, I mean, yeah, there were a shit ton of people yelling into the air and with their masks on, but like, we've already done that. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I mean, there's a point and my, uh, my friend said this at some point. Everyone has a, everyone is judging until they are in, until they are in a situation. And then that's when, and then there's a point when you start making, then that's when the part, when you start judging, you start justifying your decisions. Um, and I, I, you know, just to be totally honest, I, this is, I guess this is my point. This is, and then mine too. Mine is already happening too. Yeah. So, um, I, I, shit. I mean, this is what we're going to have to do. And listen, and if. If I show up to a gig that I have agreed to and they are not taking precautions and I feel like it is unsafe or dangerous to the people there or me, I'm going to fucking leave. Yeah. You have every right to. And I'd absolutely have every right to. Yeah. And and that means that I was promised something that, you know, false advertising and I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to continue to... I'm glad we're talking about this because people are going to listen. You know, anybody's listening, they're going to see us out and about and they might be like, oh, these, these girls are always on their soapbox and now they're not. 
well, you know what? At this point, everyone has to make a decision for themselves and you have to take that risk. And here's the thing, or you have to take that, you have to make that risk assessment. And if you can't go out or you shouldn't go out or you think you've been exposed or you think you might be sick or you're in a category of people who are more vulnerable than, than another, then don't go out. Don't go to comedy shows. I support that. And I, and I, I would never, I'm, yeah, I guess if you, I'm not, I'm not going to cast a stone on anyone else yeah. for their decision. And I guess we also need to talk about what happened, what is all over social media and stuff, especially in comedy circles these past couple of days was um, D.L. Hughley was doing a show yes. in Zanies, Zanies, one of our Nashville. favorite clubs that we love to perform at. Uh, in Nashville, and he collapsed on stage. They sent him to the doctor or the hospital. Apparently, he had, he was he had he was positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah, that sucks. That's awful. I don't it's... know like what to say about that other than that really sucks. And I hope that 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 wouldn't happen to us. I mean, I we, mean we you know, and I have like I've gotten a test and I'm negative. Yeah. I don't have antibodies and I'm negative again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and now that they're so, opening the tests up so that more people can take them and younger people can take them, I plan on taking one too before I hit a stage. So, yeah. But yeah. like, I guess, I I mean, it's, I, there's, there's no right way. There's right really now. not a right way. He didn't know. I mean, I guess, you know, I guess in hindsight, you know, now that you, you're, it's Monday morning quarterback. I guess what you say now is, okay, if I'm going to get on stage, I should take a test and know confidently when I walk on that stage that I yeah. am negative for Corona. Totally. Um, but that's, you know, that's something you learn from. But we're, we're learning as we're going. Everyone's learning. There's not a freaking playbook for this. Like we haven't been through this like this before, especially not in our lifetimes. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah, is ultimately the best thing to do every single person stay home until there's a vaccine and then that vaccine is distributed 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 widely enough to know that the numbers are definitely down. Sure. That's the absolute best way. It's not one person leave your house. <clears throat> but at some point you have to make money. Yeah. I don't know what else to do. I don't either. I mean, unless someone has a really great answer for us and my or a bunch of money. Yeah, honestly, if I mean, if you really have a problem with it, we will take your money. Yeah, and I'll happily take your money. Yeah, but um, I mean, what do you do? But I, I have noticed that the loudest people online are either the people who are not doing this full time, do not rely on comedy or the entertainment industry full time, and or are super wealthy who are not backed into a corner. Yep. Um, and this is just this is just a I guess a, a snapshot. A, a, of how we feel right now at this moment in time, everything can change. We're only human. These are yeah. our feelings. These are our situations that we're in that we're facing right now. Um, and I mean, it could change in a month. Other things can change. The numbers could go, could, could change drastically. Uh, who knows? But yeah. I'm, I'm being extremely cautious for everything I'm choosing to participate in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm relying on the people that I am choosing to, do business with or doing the same. And if they don't, then you take the necessary steps once you, once yeah. you learn that. Yeah. Um, cross that bridge when you get there. Yeah. And you know what? If I'm not you, judging you, Catherine, if you take you. eggs. 
Thank you, Lace. I'm not judging you. I, I know you and I trust that you are taking every precaution necessary. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, again, like you said, I mean, also like you and I, I think, agree on this fact that we're not stubborn about this issue to the point where we can't have a discussion with somebody. No, I definitely you know, want to hear. Yeah. And if facts. factors change, you're, yeah. you're we're flexible to changing for the safety of us and other people as well. Totally. Um, so, yeah, that's our look on it. This world is weird. Yep. Um, yeah. A lot of stuff to... going on. It's yeah. scary. But, uh, I mean, we're just being honest. We could lie and sit here and uh, not tell people that we were doing live shows uh, coming up. But it's not like I'm doing, like, I, when I say I have some live gigs, I'm literally, let, count on one hand how many gigs I have coming up that have been scheduled. But and they could, you know, you never, they could get canceled. And they could totally get canceled. Get canceled any day. They could totally get canceled. But the thing is, is like, what, the, the level of comedy and the amount of people we were around prior, it, we're not doing anything even remotely like that. I mean, we were both on stage at least five times a week. Every single week in front of, I mean, if you added it up, thousands of people a week yeah. spread out over all the places we were doing comedy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is nowhere near. We're talking 20 people at one gig. Yeah. We ain't no D.L. Hughley's. Okay. No. We're not packing out. No. Zanies. No. Um, no. Not yet. So. Yeah. But either way, uh, you know what? Judge away. If you want to have a, a conversation with us, you know where to find us. Yeah. Um, on Cheaties, uh, on our on our Instagram page. What a plug! Shoot us a message yeah. if y'all want to chat with us. Uh, speaking of plug, speaking of plug, oh, God, wow, that was a what a transition! <laughs> My segue has arrived. <laughs> speaking of yeah. segues, yeah, it's <laughs> so good. Oh, our caller for Monday, um, fellow comedian, his name is Plug Chapman. Uh, we can't wait to talk to Plug. We'll be talking to him next episode uh we apologize for the rain in the background but uh maybe it just makes it for like a really sexy romantic episode you know maybe and, you're curled up with a blankie uh yeah. listening and this is just soothing for you but and yeah. we were like you know what it's quarantine there's a pandemic it might not ever stop raining so we yeah. were like seize the mom yeah it's been raining in my heart the whole time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right well this is uh you know what this has been enlightening it's been freeing to kind of talk about this and put it out there on the table honestly uh, like Catherine said, we're not stubborn. We're open to discuss it, but yep. we're not open to being berated or, um, screamed at. So we're not going to engage in any kind of, you know, hateful rhetoric or yeah. yelling or judgment if you, you know, from afar, but we'll, we'll listen. We'll have some yeah. talks. Uh, we'll and if anyone talk. just has a big chunk of money they'd like to give us so that we don't have to do shows, then we'll take that too. I mean, just find it in your heart to, yeah, find it yeah. in your, um, bank account. Mm -hmm. um, we love you guys follow us on Cheaties uh, you do follow our Instagram at Cheaties Podcast how can they follow you Catherine kbiz9 kbizz9 on Instagram how can they follow you Liz oh they can follow me at Liz Laramie Liz Laramie come on now uh, and if you please share, us, share your stories with us we'd love to give you a call uh, we won't bite you can call us at 888-STABBY-8. Those numbers are... 888-782-2298. Leave us a quick teaser of your cheating story, please. If you are the cheater, the cheaty, or the mm -hmm. side piece, we'd love to hear it. Um, and it can have happened at any given time. So it doesn't have to be recent. It doesn't have to be amazing. Uh, it just has to have happened. So that's all we're looking for. And please, if you're listening to us 
on iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever, slap us, slap us a little, uh, little review or a little rating yeah, while you're there. Right. So we appreciate y'all. Thank you for sitting around um, and being, or not sitting around. Thank you for sticking around uh, and hanging with us through all these weird, hard, difficult, interesting, crazy times. Mm-hmm. Um, and just bearing with us as we figure out our way as well in whatever the comedy world is turning yeah. into. So thank you for the special ASMR edition. Yes. Cheaties. ASMR. A little, a little raindrops tip tapped on the windows. Raindrops. We love you guys. Toodles. We really do. Bye. Bye. That's my wife, you asshole.